we all as humans love being comfortable or getting comfortable at the end of a day. But being uncomfortable is part of life. There's this kind of discomfort which we don't choose and that which we do. And the most successful people in the world reinforce that they achieved what they did by getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, finding themselves in situations that aren't familiar or aren't what they know to go out and grab something and attain something that has never been done before. No progress is ever made without some kind of journey into discomfort. So join us as we launch out onto the loop and discuss Get Comfortable Getting Uncomfortable on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world. And we're going to do this with you by sharing conversations that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. CuriosityContinuum.com Please go and find the links to go off and subscribe, please. Subscribing helps us find new listeners for the podcast. If you find something useful, guaranteed somebody else will also find it useful that you may or may not know. So please follow us on social media. Please make sure you interact and rate and share us with your friends. Yeah. So, um, so Brian, we wanted to talk about get comfortable being uncomfortable or getting uncomfortable. Yes. So how did you want to start this? Probably a logical place, just to make a statement at the very beginning, is that we as human beings don't feel satisfied or fulfilled in our life if we don't have something to conquer. I don't mean conquer in like just the domineering sense, but like when we have... Like an overcoming an obstacle, a challenge, and something adverse or whatever. Something, yeah, something that requires us to come up. Right. We feel powerful because of it. We right. feel accomplished. Like Rocky. Exactly, Rocky. And you root for Rocky because you want him to do that. Yeah, because he came from nothing. Yep. And is becoming something. Yes. And in the first movie, he didn't quite become something as far as like the champion, but he became something to everybody because of that. But it was definitely not a comfortable thing, you know, when he was getting the crap beat out of him. That was not a comfortable thing to watch. Right. (laughs) But he did good. Some of this, though, too, Josh, is like a fear factor. Not everything that you would approach in life is because of like a fear is holding you back from it. Sometimes I just don't want to do that. But can you remember it's like what's something like was a major fear factor for you that you had to work through that was really uncomfortable, but now you're on the other side of it and it's like, hey, this is actually much easier for me to do now. It's easier, it's still not the best, but it's like speaking in front of people. So for me, that was like a terrifying thing. And even in school, I was terrified of it. But when I got out into like working and when I started actually like talking to other people, I realized that they're kind of afraid of it too. <laughs> I mean, everybody's afraid of something. So why don't we just do it? And I, by just doing it, by just talking to people, by, you know, going in groups and stuff like this with other, at work and other things. And I just kind of like got used to doing it. And at, at that point now, it's I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll do it. So you always fooled me because I always thought you were very comfortable at public speaking. No, I just practice a lot because I was very uncomfortable doing it. So, (laughs) I mean, and then I would use like little bits of humor and things like that to cover up my uncomfortableness. 
Okay. Because that was like the awkwardness, you know, and everybody kind of like, oh, well, that's cool, you know, ha 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 ha. <laughs> They're <laughs> laughing with you, not at you. Right. And the whole thing. I had a, I had this fear of heights when I okay. was, was growing up and it wasn't like terrible, but like when you get to a certain spot, it's like, oh, dang. Like I just remember feeling like this isn't good or like. So like a fear of heights or a fear of falling? The fear of <laughs> fear like falling from a specified <laughs> height. Yeah. Yeah. And there were things I did, I remember, to try to get over it. And one of them was uh, the, I was in the youth group and we went to Taylor's Falls uh, up in uh, Minnesota. And it was jump like cliff jumping. Okay. You know, like into the water. Yeah. You know, so you had enough clearance and stuff like that. Right. I mean, it was like terrifying and exhilarating all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because once you did it, you were like... Uh, adrenaline oh man it's like going on a roller coaster it is super fun yeah super super fun my children too now is getting introduced to roller coasters that's something that you're you're safe in those things i mean except for the really edge cases yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean safer than if you were just kind of like hanging out you know (laughs) well right yeah don't don't just be hanging out on a roller coaster yeah yeah. make sure you take the safety precautions but i'll tell you the main thing that did it for me it wasn't that i was actually when I lived with stuntman Bob Yerkes out in the San Fernando Valley for a while, and he has this high fall tower in his backyard. And so this thing goes up at least 80 feet or more. He has a flag at the top. And this tower was used. You'd climb up it, had a ladder, mm-hmm. and then he had like this platform. And it wasn't probably any bigger, much bigger than like a lap, like a big laptop. And people would throw themselves off of it because you had the big airbags for stunt work and right. you'd fall on it. I didn't do that. But I'm like, well, I'm bound and determined like, I'm going to get over this. And so I climbed this little bitty ladder, like at the end of my day, after I was done in, doing inter- my internship and stuff like that. And it was, you know, like eight, nine o'clock at night. I climb up that thing and sit on that little platform and turn around and hang on and look over the San Fernando Valley. And I had to have been at least 30 feet up. Sure. And, you know, like if the fear of falling was very like, <laughs> oh my gosh, if I don't hang on. And it was a little breezy. I did that like every night. Okay. And when I, I kept doing it again and again and again, like it took the edge off. And so to this day, I can like climb up ladders much easier and do different things. Yeah, you're still kind of like weary of it, but now you know, like, okay. I know how to move through it. Yeah. Get through that, that experience. Yeah. And if I hadn't ever done that, like, you know, now I can, if I have to go up on a ladder and paint or do something like that. Yeah, you can do it. You can function. Yeah. Yeah. So that's being comfortable with being uncomfortable. You know, that makes a great title for a podcast, Josh. <laughs> yeah, it does, Maybe we should do. <laughs> so where's an example? I guess the other the other side of it is like, where's an example where you chose comfort because it was comfortable? Right. Because it was a creature comfort, but that it really wasn't the right decision. I think we have, I think as humans, we probably have way more of these than, <laughs> you know, like you're supposed to be on a diet, but you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take this hamburger because I like it. <laughs> it's just the, what I'm comfortable with. It's good. Or, I mean, you want something more abstract than that? <laughs> no, that's actually really good. I like that very tangible. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think like a lot of people would recognize that because I think everybody's struggled with that kind of like feeling like, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? It's a choice, right? Yeah. So it really is what it is. And I'm a weak human being. So like if there's like a chocolate bar there and I want it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even <laughs> pretend to say I'm not <laughs> you know, like I'm very weak minded that way, especially yeah. with food. Yeah. Like if it's something I like, I'm going to get it. That's why it's called comfort food. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody calls a salad comfort food. Not really. It's, no. You, you should. I mean, it. I love uh, salad dressing. 
but salad not too much. <laughs> salad is the mechanism by which you eat salad dressing. Yeah, and I mean like I'll I'm like I'm that guy that like okay I'll have a salad, and then I cut up a chicken tender and throw it on top, and then throw a bunch of of uh, <laughs> salad dressing on that. So it tastes great. Yeah, because it's chicken tender. You know, <laughs> dipped in dressing, you know, and I got some lettuce around it, whatever. You some, know? you know, it's just yeah. there. What's that lettuce doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stuff. It's just going to help move everything along. You know? My dad used to ask my mom, like, when, um, have a sandwich, something like, what's this green stuff you're putting on my sandwich? It's like, yeah, beige is king, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Food is something actually, like, over time that I moved, and my wife was largely responsible for it, like, in moving. Try to eat as as healthy as we can, right. as much natural food as we can, and organic and stuff like that. It was over time, just doing little bitty things. You're moving the needle just a little. Moving bit. the needle, so it's not all at once. I mean, you're you're realistic. You can't be like, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'm just gonna do everything perfect. No, no. yeah. And so here's another thing too. Like, so I will do when I work out. I I, I can't do whey protein. It just like does right. not agree with me. Right. And so I get this like unflavored simple like pea protein rice protein all that kind of stuff and i just drink this stuff yeah. you know my my wife thinks it has a consistency of chalk and she's being probably, kind probably does yeah it does yeah. it does and it tastes only marginally better but i know what the value is to me sure and so it's like i'm not would i prefer to eat like cheesecake of yes course. i would please you know yeah. but those are things that are sometimes just necessary to get in yourself you know yeah i think of somebody like the rock now talk about a dude who like you know like this generation is Mr. T kind of like as far as what he's done and sure. all the things like you hire him because who's, he is who he is. There's so many things that he does that would make, you know, you, you watch some of his workouts, you watch what he does and go, man, that's really uncomfortable. But his One of his things he always says, you know, is be, always be the hardest worker in the room, mm-hmm. you know, be humble and, you know, work hard and always be the hardest worker in the room. And some of those things is because he chose the, the path of discomfort to be able to get to where he was sure and what he wanted to achieve in his life yeah because i mean none of this stuff comes easy no so i mean and that's what i think that's i think a lot of people might think like oh this is just easy you guys just do this no i mean you know we have the same hang-ups as everybody else we just might be on a different subject or whatever but yeah we've learned to kind of like move past that on certain things and if we've done it i mean come on if i've done it anyone can learn everybody it. everybody can everybody can learn to do it yeah and it's a process. Here's the thing, too. It, it, it's what you prioritize in your life where, like, you 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 become more okay with being uncomfortable about something. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's not like it's... Uh, it, it might not be, like, a big issue, even. It might just be like, oh, yeah, okay. It'll work itself out. But, I mean, because there's some stuff you don't have direct control over. Right. So you can't be, you know... Like, you just can't do it. Okay, so here, here's an example. Everybody will appreciate... Because everybody has lived through this phase in their life if you're over the age of like five, you know? It's like when you finally see that person like that you want to ask out on a date or something like that and you're afraid like, oh, crap. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Some people like that. Because you're afraid of the rejection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want that stuff. You know, I wouldn't be a married man though had I just like lived in that because, you know, it would have been like, oh, well, um, I guess I'm going to go over here and chill or something like that. Yeah, exactly. She was was worth the risk and I'm glad that I, I did it and- um, hopefully she's still glad that I went on and did it too, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's not ask her. Uh, let's not we'll edit that part out. Oh, we're, not, we're not uncomfortable. We're not uncomfortable. Oh, we're, we're not comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So where, I'll say this. Nobody 
likes anything that's stale. Right. Chips, bread, <laughs> uh, conversation. Right. So we may cut this conversation so it doesn't grow stale in the conversation. <laughs> exactly. But if, if you're seeing staleness, it's a sign that like it's been a, it's been sitting still for too long. It's time to kind of move on and, and sure. do something different with it. You know. Yeah. So probably till next time, well, as we put a comma in the conversation here, to have people hunt out the staleness in their life. And if you don't ask somebody that's close to you, because they definitely will tell you, like, hey, this is a little bit. You're stuck in this rut. You're doing this yeah. or whatever. Yeah. All a rut is is a grave with the ends kicked out. Yeah. So just remember that. <laughs> if you're in a rut, get out of it. You know? Yeah. Have somebody help you. So until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum. <laughs>